0: Hello, welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. I was doing a relaxation session, but the big dog over there started licking himself very loudly, and now I've got kids in the garden screaming. So I decided to switch over to doing a Let Me Bore You to Sleep, because this does allow a little bit of background sound. It's, you know, you get... It, for those that listen regularly, you know, you'll perhaps hear a dog chomping on a boon, you know, things like that. Um, then he's in the bedroom, because as soon as I start talking into a camera or, or into a microphone, whatever... He starts hassling me. So I really, really was attempting to make the first like normal hypnosis relaxation thing in months. But it wasn't to be. I just can't do it with the two dogs. Uh, I can put Vinny in the bedroom. can't put them in the bedroom together. Um, I can't put Logie in the kitchen and Vinnie in the bedroom because Logie will bark. Vinny's pretty good when he's in the bedroom. He doesn't bark. Sometimes he barks, sometimes he doesn't. Generally he's pretty good. If I put Vinnie in here and Logie in the bedroom, Logie would bark. Vinnie would hassle me. So it's it's a weird one. I mean, Vinny. Sometimes, if if Vinny's got a bone or something to play with, to bite and chew on, he's okay. You'll hear it, but he he's happy and contented. You know, for that time. So it's uh, that's why I'm doing this. So it is the day before Christmas Eve. 23rd of December 2023 I'm recording on well, recording for the podcast with the microphone and the video is I'll just upload the video as it is so hopefully the sound will be loud enough I do have a microphone for the phone, but I can't find the lead. So the lead has gone, walkies, I don't know where, but I shall find it. Uh, oh yeah, only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Now, today is quite a bright day, got no lights on. I got the windows, the curtains open, and it is about ten o'clock in the morning, Saturday, twenty third, December. So uh, hey, hi, who? Wow, why? How you doing? You alright? Oh yeah, really, really. Happy Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I am the Grinch. Oh, I don't generally celebrate Christmas, to be honest. Haven't really celebrated Christmas. Not like regularly since I was about 15. Because that was the last time that my family was together. Uh, brothers, to be fair, might have even been 14. So when, you know, three brothers, parents, whatever, in the old house, and that was the last time it was like a, for me, a proper Christmas. And since then, I've had Christmases, I mean, and they've been nice and that. Uh, but it's just not the same it's, as with my own, I don't know, it's just not the same as what it used to be, and I spent a lot of Christmases on my own, uh, and I will be doing this year as well, although I say on my own, I'm not on my own, I've got two dogs, three, if, I mean, Logie's the size of two dogs, so I've got three dogs pretty much, Well, I've got one dog, he's more like a cat though, isn't he, Vinny? Stuff like I've got a cat and a wolf. Or a cat and an elephant. I don't know. Two dogs. I've got two dogs. I'm making it more complicated. complicated than it needs to be. So it's weird. It's considering this is a, a sleep. We don't let me boy to sleep recording. I struggled to sleep last night. For the first time in a long time, and okay, not a long time, but it's the first time for a while. Without a reason, I mean, you know, without any like obvious. But you know, this stuff happens recently. You know, when you when you know, like, well, I'm not, I'm not sleeping because this things happened, and that makes sense. Fair enough. But there was nothing particularly occurring yesterday. But what did happen is, I did my normal thing. I went to bed early Friday evening. I like to go to bed around about nine o'clock. Listen to the radio. Sometimes ten, but there's a there's a program on the radio I like to listen to on a Saturday on a Friday night for three hours between ten and one, and I'd fall asleep listening to it. And sometimes I go to bed. I think it was ten past eight in the evening and I thought half eight something like that I thought yeah I'll just go to bed and then I get a phone call and it was about well it was just about some stuff so then I make a phone call to kind of check on the person that I was told about and then I phone back the other person and it those and I was in bed doing this, and it it ruined my time in bed because I never make phone calls in bed. I don't watch television in bed. Uh, I don't eat in bed like I used to. I did I used to I used to live in bed. Like literally I used to have rooms where all there was was a bed, no chair. Just a bed, so I'd sit up in the bed, I'd have my meals, uh, I'd watch television, I'd read, as well as sleeping. Well, now all I do is in my bedroom is I sleep in the bed. i got some exercise stuff in the bedroom, punch bag and stuff, but as far as the bed goes, I just sleep there. Phone calls I do in this room. And usually sitting in this chair or over there in that chair over there. Over there in that chair over there. That made sense to me. But last night I broke the rule. The golden rule. And it kind of tainted the bed. It's weird. It's okay. I've done other things in bed, but I'm just, you know, just generally... And it just like, just, mm, I'm not doing that again. And I ended up having to get out of bed because basically I was hungry. I had something to eat and then I went to bed a little while, about half an hour, 40 minutes later. But by the time I had all these phone calls, I started to feel a bit hungry. Now, it wouldn't have bothered me if I was asleep. But my stomach was like gurgling a little bit, begging, begging me, feed me, you know. I like that big flower. And I ended up getting up and not going to bed really till about half eleven. And I was still awake at one. Half one, something like that. I just, and eventually I I fell asleep, probably about two, and woke up about five. By one of the dogs woke me up. They wanted to go out in the garden, actually. So there was a reason, but it's just like, Logie, the big one, he never wakes me up. But this time he was standing over me, licking my face. So uh, I kind of think, well, either he wants to go into the garden to go to the toilet or he want, or he's hungry. So either way, I should wake up because I don't want to be eaten by him. Um, and we didn't go in the garden in the end. I took them out for a walk in the streets because it was... No, it was that half one, two... I don't know what time it was. I think it was it was early hours of the morning anyway. I'm losing track a bit. Early hours of the morning. What you want to talk about my bald head? No. I'm gonna pretend it just normal. Well okay, here we go. I got a bald head, shaved my head. Two days ago. Well, I did it in patches, kind of. I I did it two days ago. Oh, sweaty, and then I, I had to recharge the razor because it took so much energy. <laughs> because I got quite thick hair, I still got hair. I don't, I mean, I don't have hair now, but I do still have quite a bit of hair, and I'm still surprised at how much of it isn't gray. Now, I've done myself no favors by shaving. And this, my chin is greyer than my head. And this looks like I've just, everything's grey now, and it's not. There's a lot of grey in the chin area. But I do have dark hair still in the beardy kind of part. But I don't know what it is about. Christmas time but I seem I tend to have a, a, a you know an urge have a real urge to go naked you know my head right you know my head to have a naked head not generally a naked face because i pretty much got a naked face as well but gotta have something gotta have a little bit of this is kind of like a I guess the bald head and the shaving, that's like my Christmas decorations. Or well, maybe, maybe not, maybe this is the Christmas decoration. This is, it just has to have something. It has to, these are the lights. Just something to... What, Christmas, how could a beard, a little goatee beard? Ugh. I'm just saying, it's It's needed something, otherwise i just look like an egg with glasses. So I had to do something. I mean, I don't even know if you can see because quite a tiny little. It's, it's honestly, it's like really thin, very thin. That's if you're watching on a video. If you're only if you're listening on the podcast, then you can't see this anyway. So don't worry about it. You ain't missing out, really. You're no missing out at all. kind of weird to do a video. I haven't done one for a long time. Not really, apart from when I did one recently. <laughs> I mean generally, I did, I did I know I did a I did a Jason chats, but I didn't release it, I didn't upload it. Yeah. And there was a time there was a time I used to make videos every day, every morning before going to work. I'd have to, I'd, I'd fill myself in the bathroom. I used to have this place where, um, yeah, there was an the en suite room that I was renting, 125 pound a week. And this was back in 2011. So what's that, 12 years ago, 125 pound a week. This flat is about £87 a week. 12 years later. Or £88 a week. Something like that. For a one bedroom flat. 125 That would probably be about £160, £170 now. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. And I couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford it. I just... The idea of just having my own bathroom felt glorious, because it'd been such a long time. Well, it felt like a long time. I mean, the last time I had my own bathroom before then was in 2004. Until 2011. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So it's only seven years. It's not a long time, of course, but it was nice. Oh, it was nice. And then from 2012, 2013. ...2014, 12, 13, 14, yeah, so for 12, 13, 14, so three years before I moved here, I had a tiny little room with a little kitchenette. So it was like, it was long, it was long, it wasn't big, but it was very thin, but kind of long. And at the end of it, there was this kitchenette where... And there was this uh, little camping stove. And a microwave. And well, I think I supplied the microwave, I can't remember. And a toaster and a, a kettle. But no cooker. And this camping stove, it was... Just big enough to fit a frozen pizza in like a a small, small frozen pizza. But back in them days, I used to be able to get deliveries of a pizza for £10. Because I was close to the town. And they didn't charge much. It's like, brilliant. Now, maybe it's because less people buy takeouts... Than they used to back then. It's more expensive. Like you need double the money. Double the money. In fact, yeah, over double the money. I should be able to get one big pizza for £10. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Yum, 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 yum. I do want a pizza today because... Today is the day where, note, the teddy bears do not have their picnic. Today is the day of the boxing. Hopefully I will be left alone today to enjoy the whole event. And I think there's eight fights. All big fights. All, you know, even world title fights that really should be at the top, but they're not. It's ironic, really, because Anthony Joshua is the top of the bill, or he's a co-main event. He's fighting Wallen. Deontay Wilder's fighting Joseph Parker. That's it. I find that a much more interesting fight than the Anthony Joshua fight. Just because... I just do. I think it's a more interesting fight, personally. more exciting fight. And then you got Daniel Dubois fighting... What's his name? Um, steroid. Steroid man. What is his name? I don't know. There was uh, a bloke that... Oh, Jarrell Miller... Yeah, so Dubois Daniel Dubois is fighting him now. He's undefeated. Daniel Dubois lost two fights. He earlier in the year he fought Usyk for the world titles, and Dubois actually did knock Usyk down on the floor, and it was classed as a low blow. Now, this is a weird thing, right? Okay. The referee said it was a low blow, and Usyk rolled around like a little sausage for about three minutes on the floor, like a sausage in a frying pan. Might not my joke; it's a Tyson Fury joke. Um, but I just think it's very funny, like a sausage in a frying pan rolling around. Um, and it was it was on the belt line. But Usyk has his pants, or his shorts, or whatever you want to call them, above his belly button. So that, how is that low? Low is the, well, let's face it, the ball area. You know, that's the the groin. That's hitting in the stomach... Even low abdominals, it's not really, I mean, I suppose it's, yeah, I mean, the belly button or just below the belly button should be fine. Well, Usyk, I said he rolled around for a few minutes, absolutely, it was, it should have been a knockout. Daniel Dubois should have won all the world titles because it was on the belt. On the belt line, great, great shot. It wasn't low, but politics as it is, boxing politics, and the weird thing about it, if it was a low shot, if it was a low shot, low show, a low blow, and it was serious enough for Usyk to take that much time off the whole fight to stop for literally I think it was nearly three minutes which is very rare very rare he um, the referee should have made it official and docked a point off of Daniel Dubois for a low blow he should have made an official low blow but he didn't do that the referee just let it go So if the referee's going to let it go, surely it should have been a knockout. Well, unfortunately, a few minutes later, Usyk knocks Daniel Dubois out. We knocks him down, I think once or twice, and he goes down on one knee and he doesn't get up. peach of a punch peach of a punch it was a right hand and it was just really I mean for all for all the kerfuffle of him going down and rolling around and really making a meal of it which he did that's a fact he said himself that if it had been if the referee had classed it as a legal punch he would have got up within a few seconds he would have got up before the count of 10 because he knew that he would lose his world titles he would lose the fight but because the referee said it was a low blow he rolled around crying and just like dribbling and Mm -hmm. rolling around like but if it was classed as a legal blow he would have got up at like maybe three or four at the count. And carried on fighting. Which meant he could. So he was milking it. Milky, milky, milky. Um, so I just wonder. I mean, blah, I wouldn't want to get hit in the stomach by Daniel Dubois. He's, he's a monster of a man. He's huge. He's just a huge man. But then, the, ironically, the person that Daniel Dubois is fighting tonight is a hundred pounds heavier than Daniel Dubois. Jerome Miller, a hundred pounds. Now was that seven stone? Or is it more than that? That's a lot, isn't it? It is like seven six and a half, seven stone. Huge. Daniel Dubois is taller than Jerome Miller. So he's very likely got a, a longer reach. I mean, I'm like, a, what's those dinosaurs that have tiny little arms? That's what I'm like. My reach is absolutely ridiculously short because I'm five for eight, but I don't, well, I mean, it's maybe five for eight. It'd be weird to have really long arms dragging off the floor. But for someone that's like six, six, whatever Daniel Dubois is he's got really long arms it's just natural to have that isn't it Um, what's his name the bronze bomber he's got really long arms I remember um, oh who was it someone uh, a British fighter was going to fight the bronze bomber Wilder he was going to fight him uh, a few years ago. Oh, he's from Liverpool. What's his name? I forget. It's too many boxers' names in the, in my head at the moment. But I know, I know who it is. I can f- picture him. And he used to be the cruiserweight world champion, and then he fought Usyk, and Usyk knocked him out. Um, but he also did knock out. David Haye twice, so he's, he's really good. Uh, I think he's talking about having a comeback. Anyway, he was going to fight Wilder for the world title, for the heavyweight world title. And he said the reason he changed his mind is because they met each other at a press conference or some kind of boxing event or whatever. ...and Wilder was really friendly and he, he, he hugged him. He hugged the boxer. And he said that when Wilder put his arms around him... ...his arms wrapped around him about five times. His arms were so long. And he decided there and then, like, there's no point in fighting someone... ...that's that big. I mean, heavyweights are big, obviously, but... ...to have that, to have such long arms... And uh Wild has been underestimated with his boxing skills and and I, I do this is I know this is turned into a boxing podcast again, and that's not really what people what people probably want, but to be honest with you, this is the first day in over a month that I've actually had any kind of positive feelings so. It's nice to um, to really have something to look forward to. And I, I've been looking forward to this for months. Well, not months, but since it was first announced that this boxing event was going to happen. And me and Luke, my friend that passed away, we was going to be watching this together. He would have been up here. We'd have got a pizza or a couple of pizzas. And... He'd have a few beers. I'd just have probably some Cokes, cans of Cokes. We'd have both the dogs up here and we would watch the fights. Starts at four in the afternoon. It'll all be be over and done with by probably eight. Maybe nine, you know, be done. And he's the only person I watch boxing with you know, well, used to watch boxing with um, pretty much since the 90s. Because I know I've only known him for nine years, but previous to that, I didn't watch boxing with anyone else. And um, during the 90s, I used to watch boxing with either on my own or with Andre or with, you know, whoever was around, We'd go to the pub and watch Lennox Lewis fighting. in... Frank Bruno, um, watching Nassim Hamid, Prince Nassim, fighting, watching Nigel Benn and Chris Eubank fighting, all, it was huge fights in the 90s in the UK, massive fights, Um, and, quite often, well not often, but a, a few times I'd watch them in the pubs, going, not in the pubs, but you know, one pub at a time. And <laughs> I don't know why I said that. What was the point in that? Yeah, so the last uh, nearly nine years. Well, eight, I say nine years. It will be nine years in April that I met Luke. This coming April. Logie's looking at me. I said the word Luke. That is Logie's dad. Um, hmm. So, I've been looking forward to this. The The whole, because um, in Dubai, the, the boxing event, or Saudi Arabia, that is Dubai, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I don't want to say Dubai and be disrespectful if it's in a different part of ...Saudi Arabia, so I apologise... ...but if anyone's uh, listening... ...but um, it's it's in Saudi Arabia anyway... ...and it's the biggest boxing event ever held... ...when I say the biggest boxing event... ...because some people might say... ...what about Rumble in the Jungle... ...what about when Hagler fought Hearns... ...what about when Hagler fought Leonard... What about when uh, Duran fought Hagler? What about when Leonard fought Duran? What about Mayweather, Connor? You know, like, okay. It's not the biggest boxing event in a sense of the most amount of people watching. It won't. It won't get the same numbers as Mayweather against um, mm-hmm. Connor McGregor. It won't. It won't make that much money. It just won't, because that was, well, that one and the um, uh, Pacquiao-Mayweather fight, they were two of the most hyped fights for a long time. I mean, the Tyson Fury-Nagano fight was pretty hyped, but I would say the Conor McGregor and Mayweather fight was it about four or five years ago it was on my birthday it's actually on my birthday it's brilliant that was probably the most hyped fight that I can remember since I'm talking worldwide not UK worldwide probably the most hyped fight since ooh, probably I'm trying to think. Probably Hagler Leonard. Before that, Hagler Hearns. I mean, even the Mike Tyson fights are hyped. I mean, all of his fights were big. Mike Tyson fights, they were always popular, had a big audience, always people, you know, loved to watch him fight. Maybe the only really big hyped-up fight would have been the Tyson-Holyfield because Tyson Lewis as well, Lennox Lewis. That would have been big, but it wasn't like a huge, huge worldwide deal. Um, What I mean by that is I heard, I went online... And I was seeing people on Facebook talking, even people in the petrol station and people in the street, people standing on the roofs talking about that. But I heard some people like that weren't even interested in boxing, were discussing the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. People that had no interest in it, and they were still talking about it because it was on the news. It was so it was huge. Which is why they, all, they both made so much damn money. And it was a lovely birthday present for me. And to be fair, other than Nganu a few weeks ago, Colin McGregor has been the most successful crossover fighter to go into boxing, to have his first boxing match going out of UFC or MMA to boxing, he held his own really well against Mayweather for, you know, most of the fight. And so he's got a lot of skills. As a boxer, I mean, obviously, if it was, I think Conor McGregor said something in the build-up to the fight. He said, this isn't even quarter of a fight for me. Not for me, that Jason, isn't this, isn't him Caught of a a fight for him. No, I wasn't talking about Mimi, him, himself. And it's true because you take away kicking, you take away elbows, you take away kneeing, you take away um, sweeping the feet, you take away um, grappling and wrestling. ...and all the different things that people can do... ...you take away kicking in the legs... ...all that stuff that no boxer could handle... ...I say no boxer... ...I'm not, I'm not saying they couldn't handle... It, ...but in a boxing match... ...no one could take 40 minutes... ...or 35 whatever minutes it is... ...being kicked in the leg... ...not even a kickboxer could go that long... ...without any, eventually getting being quit because a kickboxer wouldn't allow themselves first of all to get kicked in the leg a boxer wouldn't be able to move out of the way they wouldn't know what was happening secondly a professional kickboxer is used to and conditioned to getting kicked in the leg so it's not going to affect them as much if someone just stood there and started kicking me in the leg I would cry I would cry before it even contacted me I would cry not contacted me it's not going to send me an email is it text message I'm about to uh, I'm going to kick you in a minute it, it hurts I've actually seen it in real life once there was this uh, bloke where I worked and he was trying to bully this African fella and called Thomas his name was the African and the reason I mention his African because this bully was uh, picking on his ethnicity Okay, that's what it was. And he was trying to bully him. Well, he stood up. Thomas stood up to this bully. So the bully went for him. He was a big, big, big lad. Thomas was slim, tall and slim. All he did is kept kicking him in the shins. Thomas kept kicking the bully in the shins. And he was screaming because it it was hurting him and he was embarrassed. I mean, to be fair, he should have been embarrassed for being a a knobhead anyway, but should have just been embarrassed for being himself. But that embarrassed him. But he couldn't do anything because he couldn't get close to him without getting another kick in the shin. And it was very funny. Just, it was fun to watch. Um, because it was silly, no one got hurt. His pride got hurt, but uh, I think if you're a bigot, the least of your worries is really your pride getting hurt. I think you need to sort out, you know, the bigotry first. <laughs> I think. Oh dear, I saw this, another one. Is uh, another African fella being picked on? There's a lot. There was a lot of um. Not a lot of bullying, but there was people would <sighs> try it on. Try and, like, I'm a white man, or, which is ridiculous in London. In It was only the 90s, but they, they almost felt like there was... It was basically a company which was mainly white people, and then suddenly they grew. It became... Um, they needed more staff, so they were getting... Uh, agency workers which is what I was and part of the agency workers was loads of people from different countries and a lot of people from Africa and different con- different places in Africa and some of the the less intelligent people white people there caucasians i say white people because i'm not white i'm pink and i look at me i'm not white um Pinky, red, pink, pinky kind of color. So I don't fit into any category. I'm like I'm permanently blushing, but I'm not. I'm new, new. So we was outside on a break. And there was this 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 he was about the same age as me, early twenties. I forget his name now. But he was being like proper we we'll just say the word rude, okay. To this bloke that was sitting down. It was from Af an African bloke. Now this he should have kind of well first of all we don't do that anyway but this this bloke stood up and he was probably about 6'5 six, 6'6 six, six, huge and he put his hand next to the bloke's the, the silly Wally's head and his, his fist was bigger than the, the bloke's head and he said so, I can't I'm not gonna do the accent but Uh, he said one more word and it was fun we all started laughing (laughs) because it was so funny because it's it wasn't laughing that he was being rude but you know it was just like we didn't expect that any of it to happen because it's one of those things that happened very quickly he just started being rude to this bloke and he just like put his fist next to his like that but a bit like that you know with my fist next to my head if it's closer to the my the camera it looks the same size as my head when in reality it's it's not not really and it was like and you should have seen his face it was funny very funny yeah he, qu- he kept quiet although he was one of those people that you yeah, they can't control their mouth. Like the, you just like, just stop, stop talking. I, I'm a bit like that. I've I've got in trouble in the past, not in that way, but I was um, used to be a little bit like. I want to stop talking, but I can't. I'm really just this isn't helping. I'm not, I'm not helping myself but I was thinking about this earlier. I've been quite lucky because I was... Because of the way my life unfolded, I've lived in quite weird situations, which sort of set me up for not being a little bigger. I've been quite lucky that way. Now... Growing up in the 70s, in the UK, it was racist, homophobic, sexist, misogynist, whatever, everything. It was, you know, it wasn't, um, it, it was just standard. If you just watch any of the sitcoms from the 70s, some of them do mock it, they mock that mentality. But it was acceptable to make fun of gay people. I mean, it was just like mainstream television. And I didn't know any different when I was a kid. I didn't like, you know. But I think one of the good things I had was Moving around, so living in London, then going to Newcastle, then moving to Southend, then moving to Suffolk, then going back to London, and then moving. So moving around, I've got to meet lots of different people. Uh, as a kid, I was around... I wasn't just around white children, because I was in a uh, an orphanage or children's home. So it was... I'm not saying that's the reason. I'm saying it was a mixture of different people. A mixture of kids. It wasn't just one type of kid. It was kids from all over the country, I guess, would come there. Or from London or whatever. And my my girlfriend was a little black girl. Uh, can't remember her name. I didn't refer to her as little black girl. She was... She was, uh, let's say Trudy, I don't know, but I was fascinated, and this is at the age of, let's say five, five, six, absolutely fascinated with her hair, and you might look at me and think, yeah, but you're bald, of course you're fascinated with hair, any kind of hair, well, I wasn't bald then, I was receding, but I wasn't bald, Six years with a comb over, six years old, Well, wow. And I really liked her. Now, I asked her if I could comb her hair, because she had this wooden comb that she used to stick in her hair. And I, I asked if I could comb her hair. The first time I asked her, I think she hit me. And because she thought I was being rude. And I didn't know what racism was, so I not know what that was, but she thought I was being rude about her hair. And I had to explain to her, no, I wanted to comb my hair because I liked her hair. Because it fascinated me. And because I liked her. Now, when I say she was my girlfriend, I think she's a little bit older than me, to be honest. You know, I was, what, five or six, so she was probably ten. So she probably wasn't really my girlfriend, but I... So she... I got away with more than probably I would have done otherwise. So she used to let me brush her hair, comb comb the thing through her hair. And I remember trying it with my own hair. And... Yeah. I think it got tangled. Because back then, my hair was long. And very, very curly, very frizzy. And... You couldn't put a comb through it. It was a proper... In the 70s, pretty much everybody had long hair. Not like long down to your bum, but long, like shoulder length kind of hair. That was the 70s. And then in the 80s, things started to get a bit tidier up, tidier. In fact, I think in the the early 80s, I had a crew cut. I was pretty much bald for... A few years when I was in the Sea Cadets. In fact, I'm not sure if I ever ever really let my hair get long. Or well, not that I let them, but it was... I pretty much had short hair from the age of about 12, 11, 12 onwards. Until I had control of my own hair. That's the thing, when you, I didn't have control over my own hair until I was, what, 15? It's weird, isn't it, that sentence? I didn't have any control over my own hair. I mean, it's weird. It's it just, it just sounds like a strange sentence. But I, I found that being in different places, and then also living in London, and uh, when I was sort of in my early 20s, well, all the way through my 20s, I was born in London when I was was a baby. And I just... I never... I couldn't really see why people disliked or had an issue with people from other countries or uh, foreign people or people that spoke different or looked different. Because didn't really understand, it didn't really make sense. It didn't make any sense to me. And then, as far as misogyny, and you know, my stepmom was the most amazing person in the world, and so was my nan. So for me, although I'd had bad experiences with women at a very early age, other females in my life, um, when it came to the best people in my life, it was females. So I had a good experience. The good experience overrode the bad experiences, really. And the good experiences lasted much longer than than the negative ones. So I left school in some ways, kind of in awe of women, girls, whatever, and didn't perhaps feel that I was good enough or had what was needed. And I, I was correct. I never really felt that kind of... I joke about misogyny and I'll, whatever. I joke of sexist jokes and... Mess around, but it's not real. I don't mean it's, and I generally would do that with a woman. I would, you know, and she'd know because I get on better with women than I do with men generally. Uh, I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm just feminine and I don't look very feminine, but maybe uh, I don't know. I just generally do get on well with. In fact, Luke was one of my only male friends. Everyone else that I speak to on the phone or have any kind of contact with generally that I've been friends with for years and years and years are generally women. So yeah, hmm. I don't know why that is. I suppose it's because I'm. Um, I'm not. I've never really been able to get in touch with that. Well, I'm just not a macho person. I'm not a. I'm not an A. What do they call it? Alpha male, whatever. I'm whatever a Z is. A Z a zebra male. Yeah, I'm a zebra male. It's weird. Don't you mean zebra? No. (sighs) Zebra. I'm a zebra male. I'm not. I mean, at my age, I probably haven't got any testosterone left. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I get overexcited, dust would shoot out. Um, And... Honestly, <laughs> I don't, I, I got no, no testosterone, no hormones, nothing. Um. Yeah, I just, an old fogey, I'm an old fart. Yes. I don't know. In some ways if you take away the physicality of this thing I call a body, I'm probably quite, I possibly would make a fairly fairly decent boyfriend. Potentially, if you take away the appearance, I mean, if you uh, add some hair and a different face and a different body, Different personality, different bank balance. I might be a catch. Yeah. You never know. I don't know it's possible. It's possible. I don't know how I got on the subject. How did I get on the subject of that? I don't know. I don't can know. All I do what 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 I do know is this: boxing's on. Boxing's on. Bam dum. Bam bam bam. That's good. I might have a little bit of a sleep though. Have a little a little hmm. I got nothing in for Christmas. I got breakfast cereal. I've got food in the freezer, I got food in the fridge. But I got nothing nice. Nothing mmm mmm, you know? No cakes, no chocolate. No comfort food, and it's the twenty fourth tomorrow. But it's a Sunday, so even if I wanted to go into town, I couldn't really because the buses are so irregular, like every two hours, as if they turn up. And if I, I mean, I could walk to town, and but that's about two hours to walk it. Uh, What else? Probably more than two hours in fact. If I went today I guess I could. The bus is that was weird. Something just clicked. How strange. Did you hear that? It just clicked for no reason. If I was to go to I could catch a bus today but I'm pretty sure and I'm, I, it's just a guess but I'm pretty 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 sure it's going to be very busy um, the bus as well as the town the town centre is going to be so so packed full of people and uh, no thanks, no thanks, <laughs> thanks anyway. No, yeah, it's not. If if I was to go into town, which I haven't done for oh, blimey, I can't remember the last time I went into town for fun. If that's such a word, is that such a thing? It's been a long time. That I've gone into town just for just to wander around. And as it is, I can't leave. I can't leave the dogs anyway, so I'm kinda stuck here until I find a home for Logie. Yeah, it's been quite a while. but I do need some cakes. Maybe, maybe I could go around to the farm shop because they might have cakes still there and get some cakes for Christmas. I wonder if they'll be open tomorrow. I might do that, you know. Put both the dogs in different rooms. Literally, this is for half an hour. And go around the corner and just get a bunch of cakes for Christmas. Yeah. That sounds like an idea. I could do that today. Yeah. I could. Yeah. Shall I? Yeah. I could do. Hmm. So I'm now thinking of cakes. Sorry about that. Ah. See, I don't eat cakes all the time. I know um, I might look like I do, but I don't. However, I think for Christmas, cakes and chocolates and sweets and toffees and all the things that are incredibly bad for our teeth... And every other part of us is—I think it's okay for Christmas. Also, uh, every other day as well. I think, to be honest, I don't know. Just a few. When I think of cakes, I'm thinking more sponge, spongy cakes. You know, mm, something that goes nice with a oh cup of tea. I'm at that age now in life where nothing beats a nice cup of tea. I never thought I'd get to that point in my life. I kind of hoped I wouldn't. But now I'm here, I kind of don't mind. I like a nice cup of tea. It's true. I do. Anyway. This is me signing off. Thank you for listening. I don't know if I'm going to do a recording tomorrow. I really don't know. I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I might, I might not, if I don't then sorry, if I do then sorry, I might do one tomorrow, I might do one Christmas, I might do a live broadcast on Christmas but, I could fall asleep right now, it's weird isn't it, so easily just fall asleep, just like, yeah, we know what falling asleep is. You have got to do some kind of mime. Well, it wasn't a mime, was it? A mime wouldn't have no sound. Uh, I'd just be going. For those who are watching the video, I did a a really bad mime of me falling asleep. Oh, I don't know. I think we, I think we come to the end of the recording. I think we need to start miming fallen asleep that's that uh, perhaps uh, I've run out of things to talk about it's taken nearly 18 years but it happened eventually it was only a matter of time I guess so thank you for listening remember to be kind to yourself because you do deserve to be happy be gentle with yourself I'll so easily fall asleep, really. Take care. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye.